Welcome back. Here's where you left off. Spoilers ahead for Expeditionary Force, Book 16, Aftermath, Chapters 13 through 16. So, apparently humanity has their own clients now. Granted, there are only 25,000 uh, aliens. Granted, they had a very bad timing in their end. <laughs> but uh, overall, it, it was a great start of uh, of uh, of the of 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 the story that where we where we um uh, end up last week it was it was nice that uh again I, we had this conversation several times already throughout the throughout the beginning of this book there that that they it's nice to see or hear or even speak to or even giving a storyline on back or backstory in some of them and more and more is coming out and to be honest with you it's really nice to see background stories like what happened for the past 10 years and I, I think i'm going to keep saying this over and over again that that it's just nice to see how each character gets uh what happened to each character for the past 10 years and what do you think about this whole um the whole uh earth is in trouble again or humanity is in trouble again well i i mean we're only talking to specifically these chapters but it did leave us off on a cliffhanger which was really quite nice and i found that pretty exciting uh but i mean uh, the the one thing i was actually funny enough the one thing we covered in the chapter was the french fries i, I don't know it just it fascinated like where did he come up with this idea yeah to, to, to be honest with you i was on the verge of doing research regarding if to be honest with you how did how how uh uh, how it was described, how to cook the French fries. To be honest with you, it does make sense. If you have zero gravity co coating and boiling and frying the fries, it does make sense. This means you get even cook. Right? I'm just wondering if, like, if if somebody on the International Space Station or something did that, and you've read something somewhere about this, because I never even had thought about this before. I'm just wondering where he came up with this stuff, but I found it very fascinating. When, yeah, it, when, if, when he brought it up. If they fry something in the uh, International Space Station, the whole thing will burn down. So <laughs> I'm just glad I haven't tried it yet. But cons if you do, if you look at the con the concept of what they're trying to do, it makes sense, right? So okay, let, how about, uh, let let's let's continue before before we start talking more about french fries to be honest with you after reading that part of the the whole story i did had a massive craving for french fries by the way just wanted to know. well <laughs> I, I i also I, I agree now the the fun thing about chapter 13 was that it brought up a lot of discussion around uh what what what's the purpose here like like a sentinel you know doesn't need uh another sentinel but the only one that could control one would be another AI. And so we were exploring the possibilities in it. And I found this really interesting. I kept on coming back to another AI in my mind. But also, I, I, I felt like it's it, our theory about Skippy giving it up and, and, and doing that is still a valid and where the kitties are there. So I, I, I'm still with our theory of the kitties and maybe Skippy helping them. But the, his exploration of the options there, uh, I did find kind of validated our thoughts on it. What do you think? The, the, our last episode, we talked about a very, we discussed regarding the list, the list of who's actually potentially involved, right? And after, when we started 13, we, after, during the thir uh, chapter 13 they start talking about 
they're sort of more in line with the Max Salt trying to do something about this, or or Max Salt, but it's not really to be honest. It's the Rindaloo is probably the issue here. They sort of narrowed it down to the Rindaloo because remember the the Sentinel that tried to wake uh, tried to wake up. It's supposed to go to the the Rindaloo, and the Rindaloo is supposed to be there to protect their old home world so they can rebuild. I th- it's it's one of those things that that what what the UN's trying to do is like, hey guys buddies spiders we want to help you get your home world back to put so to to make sure that you get it back we're gonna put give you guys a sentinel so that that little thing will help you so no one can bother you to do that but in the same time too they said it several times already uh, throughout uh, between the 13 and 16 here that that uh, the rindaloo doesn't really there's a faction in the rindaloo society and it's like hey we want our world back, but we don't want to rely on the humans to do it. What happened if the if they gave us a sentinel and they decided, hey, we want the world back. Thank you for all the work, but uh, I'll we'll, we'll we'll keep that world for ourselves, so you can go leave, go get out of here. You know that was the biggest I, issue they had. I know, they got to freedom, the, the, right? The Rendezvous doesn't make sense though, because they're gonna get a benefit out of it that is something they've wanted for so long. Which is which is their, their home world and being able to keep it and keep it out of the kitty's hands. So that that's that's their goal here. So I understand the argument. I don't agree that they would be behind this simply because even though it's a faction and even though they're being cynical, they also think long term. And I just I don't I don't really see that in the basis of the of their species as we understand them right now. Okay, how about this though? What is the Max Salt's reasoning for stopping the sentinels oh that that's simple enough to answer it's that they don't want a sentinel to be given to the rindaloo like th- that's their motivation to stop this from happening if that's is their motivation try to stop it right and they and it, it, okay let's let's just use that argument it's like hey the 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 kitties were on site, like in that area, two weeks prior the the activa- activation fleet showed up, and they did detect them. You're right; they did they did detect them, right? But at the same time, too, it's like right now the right now, based on what we learned so far, is that there is a a um uh, what should I call it? Uh, there 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 is a possibility. There is a there's a we are being pointed in that direction. As it is the it is the is the max salt. Right, it, 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 it's literally he, the book is literally pointing that pointing that direction on us, but in the same time too, that I have this feeling again. I, I think I'm going to stick in my guns in this one. That it's going to be the spiders is the one that's actually trying to stop this, right? Because the, again, uh, the, 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 the <laughs> it's like saying, Derek, I'm going to give you all this resources to build your house, right? But no, no, that's I not want, a good analogy. No, 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 no that's not a good analogy. Let me finish. It. Let me finish there. I'm gonna give you all this research to build a house, but I want to put a clause in my in, in the contract that you're gonna to sign to me that by the time you finish, I have the option to take that take this away from you. I, I think your analogy. I understand your point. I, I think it's more that as if I'm gonna give you the security for your house after you've gone ahead head and built it. Then I'm gonna give you the security. And I'm gonna take away that security anytime I want. Yes, right? that that that's a legitimate argument. Having said that, though, it's the motivation of the Rindu to retake this homeworld and to me having them cross them doesn't 
makes sense. Uh, the kitties are much more logical to be like, hey, we do not want the Rinder to get a sentinel because it limits their ability to become the masters of the universe and, and so forth, right? And also they detected a, a, a kitty ship. I mean, so we're, we're going down that road of the kitties. I mean, unless there's some like, crazy spy craft where it's like the the Rindulu taking kitty ships and pretending to be I mean that's that to me is a bit of a stretch at this point but of course we're only you know we're only 16 chapters in but still I think it's a bit of a stretch do you really think that there's no other possibilities that are more logical because he keeps on talking about all of these other options like he's he's literally as we said before outlined them all yeah, it, if you if you look at the uh, if you look at their situation, if you put yourself in Joe's shoes, even Chang's shoes, and the only options or the only thing that's the only thing that makes sense in their eyes is 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 the senior species, right? Possibly a wormhole controller, right? There's so many factors involved here that. The question that they, they keep asking themselves is like, who has the capability to pull this off? And they keep coming back in the same thing over and over again. Skippy. Right? But at the same time, they keep saying, no, it's not Skippy because Skippy, keep, Skippy killed everyone. Right? But... Um, I can't remember who it was, but but one of the characters says, like, well, you did, you, you survived. Right, I think it was Frey. It's like you survived, and it was like, yeah, well, it's it, it's sort of like it's 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 literally going back to it's it's going to that list that they put together, right? In that list, we we discussed it several times already. Several times already that the list is missing someone, and that is Skippy, right? I don't want Skippy to be the bad guy here, but in the same time, it's sort of like if everything goes back to one thing or one 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 canister <laughs> right and the canister keeps saying no it's not this it's not me it's not me it's not this kind of alien it's not this kind of it's not an elder uh, elder AI it's not none of that right because I killed them all well if you keep saying you killed them all it's like the only ones left over can actually pull the stuff is you right yeah so- well no and that, that's where our theory comes from but here's the here's the other point whereas right in the middle of the chapters we're reading there right we have what I thought was very odd which is the Urgar Mm-hmm. which we've never heard of before. I don't know if Craig put it in there just as a sort of placeholder or if the Urgar is supposed to come in later and be a part of this. It seemed very odd to be in the middle between chapters 13 and 16 to have it in the middle there. It felt very disconnected. It was more of a bragging thing about Skippy, and I wonder if it's going to have more importance in chapters further on for a reason that i can't see right now what do you think this is why it's kind of important for us to if you're reading any books doesn't matter which author it is or what 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 genre or what or anything any any books that you read if there's something that shows up in the middle of a series or middle of the book that it's like dedicated at least i can't remember how many pages uh, dedicated for a big chunk of a chapter right you're right there's a good chance that everything ties back into this guys right the urgars but it, it, again it's it's one of those things that we ha- i think i'm going to i think i'm going to go 
go back to that list constantly and until we finish this book is that is that is that list right and and you're right if the or or god orgars did get technology from their their first um uh patrons okay they uh there's a good chance that they they're smart enough to say hey if we do this if we can get the humans to protect us let's do it but humans are not gonna protect us but now he, 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 he even showed up in the book that they use the they use the these skippy's uh, marketing department marketing company to market themselves in a way that they hey hey humans protect us next thing you know they end up protecting them they become a client of the humans i i don't right? i don't think i don't think and i mean we, maybe you can correct me i don't think what i remember in the chapter that they positioned it as humans them being a, a, a client of humans it was a skippy deal no, it had nothing to do. It's with a skippy humans. deal. I, I don't think so. But they ending up, they ending up being under underneath the humans. They literally say, "Hey, the humans have clients." Joe said that uh, in I think in chapter fourteen. Humans have clients and they're ergons, <laughs> and he went through exact exactly who they are, right? And and I, I was just wondering if there's a direct connection that were the. Uh, I was just trying to remember if Craig literally said they're a client of. Yes, humans, it is. I, I think it's chapter fourteen when he went through the yeah. spiel of like exactly who they are. It is there, and to be honest with you, to be honest with you, that tells me that the Ergons are actually smarter than they think they are. They think well, they are. I mean, I mean, it's positioned it more like humans uh, being the underdogs, and that's exactly how it was positioned in the. It, it in was. The book. It was positioned the way. Yeah. It was positioned that you, the lonely humans, got a client, and they're the Ergons, and the humans were not going to get a client, but. The Ergons, remember, hired Skippy, the marketing company, to market them, to to convince the public that we should take this guys as a client, right? And as soon as they do that, to be honest with you, there's a reason why it's in this book. Is a reason why there's a, a big chunk of that in one chapter, because I have this feeling that they're going to be a very key key um, characters or, or or species that's gonna. Uh, Make a turn in the in the wonderful world of expeditionary force, right? And yeah, and I, I can't wait. I don't mind having it like a it's like a it's like going back in the past to say hey. It's like going to if you're watching a show, you go back to the past for like thirty seconds for a minute to say hey, well, this is what happened here. Now they go fast forward to the present day. That's what's happening here. It, it's going to be a very key pinnacle of the storytelling, and I have this feeling that these guys are going to be the uh, the the ultimate savior or they're going to be help or not ultimate savior but they're going to be very pinnacle of joe's mission you are forward. putting so much stock in these guys i can't believe Heck it yeah watch <laughs> watch as soon as we finish the book the first thing you'll say to me if i'm right it'll be like leonard you are right you are so 100 percent right you are the almighty magnificent man you are you're going to literally say that to me um, so the the <laughs> The, the funny thing is, and one thing I want to bring up that I've been a little disappointed about is that I liked having the, the sons in it. We, he has, they haven't been in for the last few chapters. And the way he's positioned it is it doesn't seem like they're going to be a part of the larger, um, larger mission to find out what the heck's going on. And I, I was kind of hoping that they would be on an adventure with dad and, you know, they didn't have the opportunity to drop them off or they stayed on the ship for whatever the reasons were. I was kind of hoping for that. What did, what did you think? 
Okay, if you look at Joe's perspective, Joe's and Margaret's perspective as a father, yeah, leave the kids at home and daddy has to go to work. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I totally am with you. I just, I felt like the direction that Craig had started off the book in was, you know, dad with the boys going to do a trip, right? Uh, and that's sort of, I, I like the idea of having them around with the, the old, as he said, you know, get the old band back together and have the boys around to see dad's cool, right? And, and doing that. That would be interesting to me. It, it, I, I just... <laughs> it, it will be very interesting, but at the same time, you have to look, look at the perspective that Joe is not a negligent father here. He has a job to do. If we're having his boy... Remember, originally, <clears throat> we thought that Joe is going to go off the mission. He's going to bring the boys with him because he, has a, he doesn't have time to drop them off, right? For him as a parent to say, "Hey, we're dropping. I'm dropping you guys off to your mothers or your grandparents, right? Until your mother comes home, because daddy has to go to work." Yeah, it makes sense a hundred percent. Like I, I, the only way they can stay in the ship with Joe, if they went straight to the mission and they can't get back. That That's was sort of way. what I was. That was sort of the direction I was thinking he was gonna go. Like that they couldn't get back, that it was we're off somewhere to do something. I mention it because he invested a lot in the characters in the beginning of the book, right? Again, remember, theoretically, it has been 10 years from the last mission aftermath to now, right? And he, as a, a writer or a writer needs to know, or even a good writer, doesn't matter who you are, if you have a massive gap like that in your storytelling, you need to go back and tell them exactly what happened to, to that character or the main characters to say, hey, for the past 10 years, this is what I did, right? And and now that's whole the whole thing is done, the whole going back in the past and telling you what I did for the past 10 years is done. Time to drop off the kids and go back to work, right? I, I really don't mind not having the kids. It would be nice for the kids to come back once in a while to say, hey, daddy, I'm here. What's going on? What's happening? Blah, 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 blah. That's fine. But for them, for him to bring their kids and and um, and doing the mission and stuff, it doesn't make any sense at all. Like nothing, if, if that happens, to be honest with you, it just does not make any sense. I have no problems dropping the book because this does not make any sense. <laughs> okay. Right? So let's let's move on to chapter 16 and the dark side of the moon then. Yeah, so Dark Side of the Moon. To be honest with you, chapter 16 was very exciting to me. It was very exciting because it it, it it's literally a cliffhanger, but at the same time, too, it gives you another perspective of exactly what's happening in this world. Joe just got back after Aftermath. Joe saved the universe. The universe moved on for the past 10 years. Humans are colonizing Earth. And next thing you know stuff happens and yet three characters were assigned to clean up a mess in space right and next thing you know stuff happened right and well i mean i enjoyed i mean it's kind of interesting because they they put so much uh focus on the defense of the sentinels they don't actually have a proper defense at earth they had like seven ships i think it was to defend earth and by the end of the chapter there's some serious problems going on with that yeah um and i mean i i think from the the perspective of the kind of ships that are there the question is what are they doing and that that's sort of where the cliffhanger comes off and 
And I was thinking about it. And I, I reread the chapter a second time to think about it. And what's on the dark side of the moon that's so valuable that, or are they just using it as a cover so that the earth defenses can't shoot at them, right? Yeah, it, it's um, it's very interesting because I think you nailed it. You nailed it very, very well that they have two sentinels protecting Earth. Okay, if something ha- if that's the only line of defense that they have a second line, it's like I think maser beams or whatever or X-ray guns or whatever it is. They have that protecting Earth as the last line of defense. It's a one-shot deal, right? And now. Something's happening at the other side of the moon, and everyone's scrambling. Remember, they they said it several times, even chapter fifteen, as well. It's 15, 14 and fifteen. They sprinkled all over the place that 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 even Chang says that uh, everyone got so comfortable having an, uh, two sentinels protecting Earth, right? They just decided, hey, we're protected now. We're just gonna like you know turn off everything. Right, and, and it's a typical human thing that something's protecting us, so we're not gonna deal with that anymore. So we can go deal with something else, right? And they're well, not, they and, have the flag out there; they're out there flying around. Exactly, you know, the, the first fleet or whatever out there doing something. When you know you got to have a fleet uh, at home, and maybe it's a learning lesson for humans. But my next thought was, Craig writes this stuff, and he's pretty tac- tactician about it. And I'm thinking. Why is he sending them to the backside of the moon? What what is this for cover? Like what are they gonna do? Like set off like weapons to come around the other side of the moon while they're protected and like attack Earth? I I was just trying to figure as we always do with Craig's writing, we try to figure out what his plan is, right? Yeah, yeah. This is this is the best thing about this is why we this is why we both agree that we should just read uh four or five chapters at a time because it becomes uh, it gets very interesting because I like the the for us uh, to, to have the ability of like, of of trying to predict what's next, right? And this actually ha- this chapter sixteen literally did this for us. They literally he we stopped in the moment that something's about something crazy is gonna happen, right? And we just stopped. It's like it's it it's it it's. Do you, do you ever had an experience that doesn't? Uh, if you're reading a book, next thing you know, you want to go to bed so badly, but you keep going because it, it keeps it keeps hang it keeps holding you in a in a cliffhanger. This is what it is because I finished chapter sixteen on Monday, and it's Friday now. We're recording this. I reread the last four chapters again before today. Yeah, no, I, I did as well, but I, incredibly I was looking- frustrating that I can't keep continuing because we need to talk about this. <laughs> we got to record earlier, dude. We got to do that. But the, the the funny thing is, is that it did set up everything, and I, of course, I mean, unless he takes some weird approach of moving away from Earth for the next chapter, which you know, and Craig, he probably would do. He'd probably go back to the Mavericks or something and just leave us hanging for another chapter or something. But putting that aside, I think that whatever is going to happen and whoever these people are, I, I I think based on what's happened in chapter 16, I think I'm still feeling like it's the kitties because that's what they believe. Um, and I, I, whether Skippy is helping them or not, they don't have that many ships. So they have to have an ace up their sleeve somehow. 
you know, they, they even with the Sentinels not attacking, they still have defenses on the planet and so forth. There has to be something else happening here that we don't know about yet. And and I don't have a good theory about it other than to say that our theory is still in place. Skippy is some, somehow helping them. And we just don't know what the deal is yet. What do you What do you think? I I think we're, I think I'm going to stick with the with original uh, um, thinking in this one because uh, like we again you said that we don't know what's going to happen after 16. We literally stop at the end of chapter 16, right? And the next chapters we're reading is uh, 17, 18, 19, 20, uh, 6, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. Uh, 17 to 20 is the next chapter we'll be reading, right? And it's going to be very interesting. Interesting in the next episode where we can talk about this because we, I have a feeling that the next eight chapters, eight chapters there, the next eight chapters, I'm predicting this one that we're going to be in a point that we can honestly say that you are right, I am wrong. Conversation, right? And and there's going to be a lot of speculation, a lot of like, there it is, there it is. There it is. Exactly what I'm telling you. This is what I told you in chapter in uh, episode four of uh, uh, the last few chapters. I'm telling you, I'm right. That, that's what that's what's gonna happen here because there's gonna be a lot of um, head scratching, a lot of uh, uh, WM, uh, a lot of like OMGs, a lot of like flipping tables, a lot of like what's going on here, right? Because who's the, flipping tables? Oh, well, I'll probably <laughs> be flipping tables. But to be honest with you, the the Overall, for the past 16 chapters of this book, I'm very, very excited. And at the same time, there's a lot of like uh, emotions, a lot of uh, recaps, a lot of like rem- reminiscing back to the people that they lost, right? And in in it literally the first four chapters of this book, literally that's what happened, right? They talk about the, the people that they lost, the friends that they lost, and the and it it shows that they are. That the that the characters miss those miss their old friends, and and going forward, I have a feeling that that it's going to be another emotional roller coaster. I got this feeling there's more people going to die that we like. That's what's going to happen because it's it's that's a harsh that's a harsh that's predictor, my friend. Yeah, that's it, a I have harsh this feeling predictor. that someone's gonna someone's gonna get killed, and we're gonna be like, this sucks. I like this person. And to be honest with you, it it's it makes sense. It makes sense for characters to die in the same time too, if if they if they die in a blaze of glory. Heck yeah, why not, right? And and the next eight, I'm predicting right now the next eight chapters, uh, from seventeen will be very very interesting, and I can't wait because it's gonna be so much fun, and it's gonna be a lot of like tearing up. Thank you for opening the book with us today. Subscribe so you won't miss our next episode. We would love to hear from you. Send us an email at yourbookmarksinfo@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Join us again right here where you left off.